How's it going? Welcome to the Bickety Bonsai Popcast. I'm your host, Mike. I'm Tyler. And this is an anime and video games podcast brought to you by the creators of Bonsai Pop on YouTube, uh, which is me and Tyler. That's us. Who have already introduced ourselves. Yeah. So we're ahead of the, we're ahead of the ball today. We're ahead of our own ball. Yeah. Yeah, if we're going to space, I'm always ahead of my own balls. Same, dude. Yeah. Even if I'm not. Reach... Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like when you're walking forward, you're kind of... You think you're, you're, you think you're ball your first? Balls. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say... Yeah, that... my balls aren't... My legs aren't that fat yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my balls are always just resting on the outside of them. <laughs> I haven't gotten there, but... uh yeah, it's been uh, it's been two weeks since we've done the Bonsai Popcast, mm-hmm. which uh, happens, I guess. You know, we had a we had a pretty busy week last week. Um, well, we, we basically things. had extra work that we weren't expecting to do, and that cut into uh, our normal recording time. Yeah, which happens. Um, I'm trying to open Twitter. That's what I was doing. I believe Jungle Cruise is, is trending. Yeah. Oh, really? It's some Disney movie. Oh, of you know course, what? Of like, course, dude. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's starring The Rock. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like Drake Bell is trending. Uh, I just like. I don't know. Fucking. I used to love Disney. Uh huh. And I used to kind of like. I I used to like defend Disney. And at this point, it's like I just. Anytime I see Disney, I just get this really icky feeling in my in my body, in my brain. I, I get just that, like, especially after having like worked under like a subsidiary of theirs. That's true. Uh, I mean, like Polaris wasn't all bad. No, it wasn't all bad. But, but like, I told you, I, I don't remember if you were on the team yet. But did I tell you the story about how they sent me one hundred twenty-two thousand dollars on accident? No. no. <laughs> so. When we were working with Polaris, uh, I, I don't know if I've told you the story either. When we were first working with Polaris, they didn't pay us for like three months. Okay. Like we joined and they could not get it through their back end that we were part of their thing. So all of our AdSense was going to them, but we weren't getting paid for it. And wow. Yeah. So, so and it was like, that was our money, dude. It was like, we didn't have other money coming in, you know? Uh, like maybe a couple sponsors, but like very, very little. So we were like on the rocks, you know, Ryan had some savings, Grant had some savings. I was fucked. I had to borrow money. <laughs> right. I don't, I didn't have savings back then. I barely have savings now. Like I, I was screwed. I had, I ended up uh, asking my parents and explaining to them and being like, I have this money. I just don't have this money because the network that's supposed to keep us safe and, and help us is fucking us uh, like hard. And they were like, yeah, it's yep. fine. Here, here's, you know, a th- I think they gave me $1,500 to hold me over. Jeez. Uh, yeah, it was it was not a fun three months. So eventually, after three months, they finally were like, okay, we're ready. We're going to pay you everything that you're owed. And they owed us each, um, I, I don't remember what it was. They owed us each, like, I don't know, $4,000 or something. I, I don't remember what it was. It wasn't a ton, right? But... What ended up happening was they were supposed to pay each of us individually whatever we were owed. And what ended up happening was I got three payments, but instead of whatever the payment was, each payment was like $40,000. 
<laughs> so I got three <laughs> payments of 40000 something dollars and ended up with $122,000 in my bank account. And I said, oh, somebody fucked up on the, the decimal point here. <laughs> Did you did you tell them? I would have just kept it. Dude. I we honestly talked about it and we're like, we could pro- they're so fucked on this. They would have such never a big known. Com- yeah, and it's such a big company. They probably would never have known. But the uh, but but the the problem was if they did know, then we would get sued and that would be bad. I mean. You know, like you, you can get in trouble for that sort of shit. Like if a bank sends you too much money and you don't give it back and let them know, you can get fined for that shit. But they're not a bank. I understand. They're idiots. But right, yeah. I mean, they are idiots. That's true. Uh, but but we honestly talked about it and we were like, okay, let's just we'll, we'll tell them we'll we'll play it on the safe side. So that was mistake number one, not just taking the money and running. Right. Mistake number yeah, two yeah. was here. Where they said, okay, there's two things you can do. You can send us back the money, or you can hold on to the money, and we just won't pay you until you get over that threshold of what we've already paid you. Should have gone with that. We should have gone with that. Because I don't think- we never made it over that amount of money <laughs> <laughs> while we were with Polaris. Yeah. And I am I guarantee you during the bullshit and changes that happened with that company, it would have gotten lost in the shuffle. Yeah. So or, well that or you never would have gotten paid by them ever. Right. Uh wow though. That's so much money. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So it, it was it was it was a royal fuck up on their part, and then we just didn't take advantage of it because we're not slime balls uh pussies is what you are i would have okay. fucking taken that money i would have <laughs> shut up i wouldn't i would have just like fucking like every time i hear about somebody finding like money in a parking lot and like bringing it to the fucking like cops i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you dude well, you just found the, like five hundred dollars yeah just well, keep it five hundred and a hundred and twenty two thousand are very different man even still I'm like, come on, some dickhead dropped $500. That's not your fault. Like, that is not your fault. You found it. You looked around. You didn't see anybody looking for it. You just made $500, dude. Good day. You had a good good day. <laughs> but what about the Take feeling of it being a do-gooder and bringing it back to where it belongs? Dude, if somebody's walking around with $500 and they're going to drop it, they fucking didn't. It didn't belong with them. It belonged with you. Where you're gonna keep it safe? <laughs> you're you're calling. Fucking... You're calling the universe wanted you to have it. Is that what you're saying? Ex- fuck yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. That's my money now. Like I fucking, I will never understand that shit. Like if I find a wallet that's empty, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, I'll bring that empty wallet somewhere. Okay, I know okay. what it's like to lose your wallet. But right, if you found a wallet that had money in it. What would you do? That's a hard one. Like, if it was a wallet that had money in it, yes. then it's obvious who that wallet belongs to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as there's an ID in there. If there's no ID in there, I'm taking the money. <laughs> <laughs> like, so carry your ID with you because that's the only way you're getting your money back from me. Don't lose your wallet on the street. <laughs> I mean, I've lost my wallet on the street. Dude, I lost my wallet on the street one time. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I don't carry cash ever. But uh, 
this was in, you know, my local city and I was just walking around like a couple weeks later mm-hmm. and some like big dude, right? With mm-hmm. like bunch of tattoos and like long hair, like came up to me. He's like, yo, you Mike Pixley? I was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and he's like, I found your wallet. And he like handed it to me, like not even He kidding, just had dude. it with this, him? That's this, awesome. Yeah. This guy, this guy found my wallet and he'd be walking, he'd been walking around with it for like two fucking weeks looking for me. That, that man is a baller. Yeah. Like, and he was like, he was like, you know what? Like if this wasn't like, uh, if this wallet wasn't as cool as it was, I probably wouldn't have given it back to you. Cause it, I had like gotten a black wallet and then like spray painted like black flag Mm. Um, on the front and in the back, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Black flag rules." <laughs> and then just like, <laughs> fucking like walked away. <laughs> so, uh, uh, dude, this Drake Bell news is actually kind of um, okay. Tell me, tell me what's going down with the, in Belltown. So Drake Bell, as everybody oh, I knows, see it. holy uh, shit, <laughs> from Drake and Josh, uh, Drake Bell has been sentenced to two years probation in child endangerment case. After a victim speaks out. So, like, this, like, for him to get sentenced at all. He did some wrong. Yeah, because, like, usually these kinds of cases, the evidence is very difficult to get anybody in trouble. But uh, according to Twitter, he has been accused of grooming a 12-year-old before sexually abusing her when she was 15. Probably should have trigger warning to that, but, I mean... What the fuck? Okay, so, uh, oh my god, his name is Jared! He's pro Jared! <laughs> okay, what is it with uh, Jareds, dude? Subway Jared, I don't know, pro Jared, like, now Drake Bell Jared. Yeah, just being, just being fucking, fucking pedo guys. God, god, Drake Bell looks awful nowadays. Um, <laughs> she's now 19, so this was a while ago, this is like five years ago. Yeah, no kidding. Around wait nine seven it was like seven years ago when this started uh wait i thought she was 15 she was 15 when she was abused 12 when she started getting groomed groomed 12 year old girl drake bell okay so she i wonder what josh has to say about this Which she read a statement. Oh, Josh is fucking done with Drake. Like, there's been like all sorts of Drake Bell like craziness, but I'm pretty sure there was like this thing where like Josh like didn't want to bring him. Okay, so I this might be I might have just dreamed this, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Take it with a grain of salt. From what I remember, Josh, when Josh got married, mm-hmm. uh, Josh Peck, he specifically didn't invite Drake Bell to his wedding. Mm-hmm. Because Drake is like a fucking nut job now, um, and then Drake showed up and like started a fist fight with Josh <laughs> <laughs> at his own wedding, <laughs> like and was like, call, like saying things like "hug me, brother," <laughs> like shit like that. Like I don't fucking know, dude. It was I, super weird. I, I, this is probably true. I hope that you dreamed it though, because that's yeah. way funnier. <laughs> Dude, I've been having terrible dreams. I'm back in, like, just all nightmares all the time, right? Oh, that sucks. Um, It's been really strange, dude. Like, I've been having weird, weird fucking dreams. Uh, Like, so so strange. I fixed my um, sleep schedule. So, yeah. I can say that. Uh, So, the girl read a statement in which she called uh, Drake the epitome of evil. 
<laughs> Birth of Satan's asshole. <laughs> Just <laughs> Drake Bell. Drake Bell. That's what we're calling this this episode. Drake Bell, the epitome of evil. <laughs> I choose to write this statement because I want justice to be served more than anything. Uh, she began over Zoom. Oh my god. The only time that the defendant has appeared in court in person was on June 3rd for this arraignment, which was before the media found out about the case. He's appeared in court today over Zoom instead of appearing in person. This doesn't surprise me. It shows what a coward he is. Uh, she detailed the pain he caused her. Uh, which said resulted in panic attacks and nightmares. She also said her parents have spent more than 7000 for her to go to therapy. He was calculating, he preyed on me, and sexually abused me, she said, alleging that he sent her photos of his genitalia. He's a monster and a danger to children. No kidding. No kidding. Like, I mean, wow. Yeah, what a fuck. Wow. Dude, fucking Nickelodeon, man. It's just as bad as Disney. Like, Nickelodeon is just oh, yeah. as fucking bad Absolutely. as Disney, dude. By the way, you think we can get Ryan and Grant to make Drake Bell the epitome of evil, like a video? <laughs> Drake Bell the story you never knew? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> I think wow. th- I think they'd do it. What a piece of shit. I mean, am I surprised? No. No. Why are all celebrities... Why are all celebrities fucking, like... Just child molesters child fuckers I, I why, know, why, is, why children like it's not know. like right because like uh, okay so i mean there are there are like pedos out there that like that is just like what they are inexplicably attracted to is, is children mm-hmm. right like that's their for lack of a better term sexuality you know what i mean sure. like it's weird you know, some people are attracted to dudes. Some people are attracted to chicks. Some people are attracted to children. It's not okay, like, to to act on those attractions, you know? Like, mm-hmm. if you're somebody who is attracted to children and you can't help it and you're not, like, giving in to that, then, like, kudos for you. You're not a bad person until you do something, right? Like, you know what I mean? It, like, it's got to be some kind of mental illness, you know? Sure. Like, yeah. I, well, yeah, it's yeah. like everybody has thoughts that they can't control. Like, I mean, suicidal mm-hmm. thoughts are a great example, but as long as you're not acting yeah. on your suicidal thoughts, good on you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you're not like, a murderer until you kill somebody. You can want to kill somebody all day. Like, <laughs> you could dream about murder and fucking, <laughs> like, fantasize about murder all fucking day, but as long as you never kill somebody... You're fine. Yeah, but also maybe work on compartmentalizing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe work on some mental exercises to uh, to help you with that. Yeah, but I, but still, I'm just saying, like, as long as you don't commit the crime, you haven't committed a crime. That you that's know, fair. like, yeah, we we have yet to have uh, put in psychor and the thought police. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you're good for now. Yeah, I mean you're probably you're probably up there on the danger list, but like you could live on that danger list your entire life and never fucking do anything wrong. So like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like your thoughts thoughts are not a crime. Not yet. Not until not yet. Not until, we'll, we'll get there, but we're not there yet. Yeah. Not until Jeff Bezos goes into space and puts in the puts in the the mind reader satellite. Of course, created by the Jews. Well, yeah. Um, well, he's to, putting it into monitor. our space laser, dude. Where do you think it's going? 
<laughs> if it, Tyler, if the Jews came up with a with a thought control yeah. laser, what do you think they would make people think? If we can make the whole world think one thing, or like whatever you, yeah, whatever the whatever the uh, Jewish people as a whole uh, would want, you know, people to think. Like, what do you think it would be? Um, I mean, I could convene the council and get back to you. Uh, <laughs> but well, just knowing no, what no, you no. know of your people. No, no, I know. Knowing what I know of my people, um, I would say one of two things. Um, one, they would make it so that nobody would ever honk their horn except for Jewish people. Uh, I, <laughs> could, I could definitely see that being one of the options. Even, <laughs> if you've never been to Israel, this doesn't make much sense. Dude, Israelis honk their horns more than anybody else. I guarantee you they wear out their horns 20 times faster than anybody in America. So, like, when I think of Israel, I can't help but think of, like, a crowded, like, uh, like Indian-type city. Is it like that, where there's just people cross, like, in the road all the fucking time? And there's no. There's not a lot of rules? No, okay. it's not like that at all. Um, okay. I've never been, so I, It's I just know. that Israelis are angry drivers. Okay. So... It seems like Israelis are angry... In general? In general. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. they live a bunch... Like... The Jews don't like each other, but we have to. Right. Because we're all too similar, so we all clash, and we all have, like, hot tempers, so we clash too easily. So get a bunch of those people on the same road, and everybody's honking at each other. Like, if you take half a second when the light turns green, you get honked by, like, 18 people, dude. It's ridiculous. Wow. So that that would be wow. the first uh the first thing that I we would We got think. a lot of things to do before we die. Come on, get out of the road. I've got Hong a roast Kong. in the oven. You think I'm not gonna get there in time to take it out? It's gonna burn. Get out of my way. You know, like something like that. Uh my schwammer's getting cold. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you know, stuff stuff like that. So I, I definitely yeah. think that would be one of them. Um uh if if it depends on how religious they are, you know, because right. the less religious Jews like me who are just like matzah sucks. Why would you eat mm-hmm. that? You know, uh, we would do funny things with it. Like I would definitely make it so that on every Christmas morning uh, or, or just during Christmas, there was just always a Jewish star on top of every Christmas tree. I would do that for sure. Okay. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, I think that would be hilarious. And, but yeah. but I would make it so that they wouldn't remember doing it, and then when they wake up in the morning, they're like, "Why the fuck is there? A, how did this happen again? Every year this happens." <laughs> like I think that would be fucking hilarious. You know, all you hear from the like like the northern states can just hear this roar of the south over the like the next three hours as mm-hmm. time passes across the United States. Just no, right? I, I, I would also <laughs> do something like you know just brainwash everybody so that I get a discount everywhere. Mm, mm. Not free, just I a discount. That's the most Jewish thing you've ever said. Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll always have a coupon. Well, yeah, <laughs> my my name is my coupon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I show them my ID, and they're like, "Oh, you're you're Mister Baron." I see. Uh, so yeah. this is fifty percent off, from what I hear from our from our manager, and uh, you have a good day. And I and I wouldn't want it to be more than fifty percent off because it feels good to pay less for things. It feels it feels better to pay less than full price than it does to get something for free. Because mm, mm. then it feels like 
you you didn't just get it you got a good deal on it and that feels good (laughs) (laughs) i love you (laughs) (laughs) like have have i ever told the story about how my dad single-handedly put circuit city out of business no but i believe it (laughs) he didn't really but like i don't remember what it was i think he bought a tv from like he did he did yeah he like bought a tv from like best or no from circuit city right and then he saw the same tv they they had a program at circuit city where it's like if you find a better deal on something that you bought somewhere else we'll give you that price plus 10 percent off yeah that shit or something like that right so he bought it from circuit city and then he saw the same tv on at best buy like a week later and it was and it was on sale right so it's like hey Uh hey i found this price and they're like, okay, you got it. Here's, you know, you know, maybe $100 less or something plus 10% off. But then yeah. he found it at Fry's on one of their huge sales. You know, Fry's, the, the electronic store? No, nah, we never had that. Oh, okay. Fry's is like, imagine almost like a Costco warehouse, but smaller, and it's all electronics. Okay. That's what a Fry's is. And they get so many electronics that every so often they have insane deals because they just have yeah. to get rid of shit. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Costco does that too sometimes. Yeah. Like so, you can get crazy shit. Yeah. So my dad found the same TV like two weeks later for like half off. So then he brought that ad to Circuit City and he's like, here, I got it. So they ended up giving it to him for like a third of the original price. <laughs> 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 and my dad like to and this day and then they day, went out of business completely yeah, yeah. and then my dad to this day is like <laughs> yeah I single handedly put Circuit City out of business <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you know like and, and here here's where we learn right that mm-hmm. like while stereotypes aren't true for every single individual within a community mm-hmm. there's a reason that they exist <laughs> Well, also, you know, Tyler's Tyler's dad's proudest moment. (laughs) Tyler's dad is a Jewish man Mm -hmm. is single handedly ripping off Circuit City (laughs) about as bad as you possibly can. (laughs) But you know what? A lot of like like for some reason, people like like to like throw that at Jewish people like it's a bad thing. I think that's amazing. It's it's I mean, my grandma. My grandma is not Jewish Mm -hmm. and she does. She like basically does this for a living, dude. Like, she is one of those, um, she's a a hardcore couponer. Mm -hmm. Like, my grandmother can go to more or less any main chain. Like, I'm talking from Rite Aid to JCPenney to Target to whatever. And she can come out having bought things like clothes Mm -hmm. for actual pennies. Less than a dollar. For a pair of jeans, like shit like that. Like she, she finds ways to multiply coupons, like through the, through the subtext and the coupons and shit like that. And she fucking wrecks house. I mean, that's awesome. And she always has, dude. Like our Christmas tree is always like, whenever I take pictures of the Christmas tree and I show it to other people, she buys... She buys not only like full stockings, plus there's a raffle every year where one person gets the the full like the uh the human size stocking, right? Okay. So it's like a stocking that's like as tall as I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is me, Devin, Maya, Marissa, Shannon, my mom, my dad, 
my grandma, my grandfather, my sister and her boyfriend and my nephew, mm-hmm. right? She sh- buys for all of us. And it's like, not only do we have these big stockings, but then we have a fucking giant stack of presents on top of it. I mean, that's, all by herself. That's impressive. And she's not rich. Yeah, she's not rich. Like, <laughs> but she knows what she's, she's just, doing, dude. That that is years mm-hmm. of experience. That is some Mister Miyagi shit, you know? Yeah, dude. She is she is like the ultimate fucking shopper couponer. Like, I mean, that's awesome. Here we, when who, you can do that. Like, there there yeah. are people. It, it's 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 a, a special ability, I would say. You know, she has a special move. Yeah, and it, it's it's a coupon coliseum or something like that. And she just builds a, a tower of coupons around, you know, whoever, whatever poor soul happens to be at the cash register. <laughs> yeah. And a, and a lot of it is like, a lot of it is just waiting. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. It's just like waiting for the right moment to fucking strike. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a patience game. It, it, it's it, You have to wait for that golden opportunity where the stars align and all of your coupons all work at the exact same time. <laughs> yeah. A golden light rains down from yeah. the sky onto the cash register. I'll take 30 packs of jumbo size M&Ms from Rite Aid, please. Like, because I, I have got this, Easter to and, do. And then, and, then, and then they're like, okay, is that all? And, the, and she's like, no, you activated my coupon card. If yes, I buy exactly. more than 30 items, I get this. <laughs> No, that's exactly what it is, because not only that, but she also has memberships to all of these places, right? Mm-hmm. So she gets bucks back. Like, that's her favorite thing to talk about is bucks back. So she'll go and she'll buy 30 jumbo things of M&Ms with these coupons. But because she technically spent X amount of money, she'll get $35 bucks back. So she'll go and she'll get double with free money that she got from the fucking company, dude, using <laughs> her bucks back. <laughs> She's got it figured out. Your, your grandma has figured out retail capitalism. capitalism. Yeah. 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 Tesla should hire her. I dude, I should hire her. Yeah. To to and and give her better instructions on what kind of clothes <laughs> I like to wear. <laughs> Cuz that's that's where the real problem comes in is that like it's very hit or miss mm. with my grandmother, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes she'll get me an awesome you know, set of clothes. Sometimes it's like a black t-shirt with Santa on it. And then like game theory green, it'll say ho, ho, ho or something <laughs> like that. You know, I'm like, great. I'll wear this today on Christmas. And then, you know, it'll be a great, it it'll be a great painting shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, fuck Tyler, anything uh, going on in the world? I hear another heat wave is coming your way. Well, I mean, it hasn't been cold, you know, like it is, it was over 85 yesterday. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't actually checked because I'm not going to be here, you know, but right, right. let's, let's just take a look. See, it actually, it From looks I know, pretty the... good this week. Uh, 86 is okay. the high for the entire week. And we actually get down into the high seventies for a few days. Cause the West coast is like on fire. Oh right yeah. Now, I mean, it's again. been, it's been fucked dude. Oregon already has fires. I'm sure California mm-hmm. has fires. Uh, Tons. this is just a new norm now. Like every, we were going to have yearly fires, uh, and, like, there's droughts. Like, California got, like, no... They got, like, half the water they typically get. Yeah. Well, that's part of the uh, reason why there's so many fires right, out yeah, in the yeah. high heat. The, yeah. the spring was very dry for them. It was pretty dry for Oregon, too, honestly. 
Um, yeah. like we, we had some, well, you know, when I first moved here, it rained basically every day from like, I don't know, October through till April. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there wasn't a single week that it didn't rain for sure. And often it would rain three or four times a week, which was great. Yeah. And I loved it. And it was awesome. I don't notice that happening anymore at all. I feel like it will rain a, for like one week. It'll rain a couple of days that week. And then we won't get rain again for another like two or three weeks. And then we'll get another few days of rain. It really feels like it's dropped off some. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, is that like what a lot of people don't understand about the uh, Pacific Northwest, like if you haven't been there, like it doesn't rain like you think it does. It's It's kind of like it's like, yeah, it's just like it's raining. Right. It's sort of like if you have somebody that's trying to like wake you up gently, that's how the rain is. Yeah. Like you don't really need an umbrella. No, I I don't think I own one. Yeah, exactly. Like. Whereas here, it's been raining every day for the past fucking, like, nine days. Uh, and th- these are, like, drops where, like, if they hit you in the face, you're like, ow! <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Like, like these are, like, paintball drops, you know? Yeah. It's like, bat, 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 and, like, when, you know, it's, like, it's, it's hitting the fucking dirt driveway so hard that, like, mud is splashing up as the rain is hitting down. Like, that's how it rains out here. Like, in the, in the PNW, it's, like, a nice sprinkle you know, to, to a medium sprinkle. Um, yeah. Rarely does it get like rough. I mean, it does yeah. on occasion, but rarely. Oh, dude, we were watching the lightning, like fucking crawl through the sky uh, mm. one night. Cause it had been so hot. Like we got a wicked heat wave too. So part of the, part of the issue that we had with our latest video was, was weather. Like, it's funny that like weather comes into account when, you know, you're doing things like fucking editing and writing and shit like that. But for me, it's like it was so fucking hot for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it was like it was in the high nineties every single day. And when that happens in Massachusetts, it gets fucking humid, dude. Like so hu- like I was uh I was cleaning my house because uh boundary break was gonna come over, which didn't end up happening because uh my sink got backed up and then Devin flooded our kitchen. <laughs> Uh, when she undid the pipes uh, because she thought she was a plumber. And then (laughs) it was just a whole mess. Turns out my neighbors had been putting their baking grease and shit down the drain. Don't put put grease down the drain, guys. You don't put grease down the drain, okay? Because it solidifies. Yeah. You don't ever put grease down the drain. Well, not only that, but it's sticky. So, like, anything else that goes down the drain just sticks to it, right? Yeah. Like, I'm talking the sink that goes between our two houses was so backed up that when I filled both of our sinks completely with water and then covered the other drain in plastic wrap with the plug over it and my hand held it, holding it down and then plunged the other side as hard as I possibly could, nothing happened. Like there was nothing that I could fucking do to get this unplugged. Like the plumber literally had to come in and take everything apart and shit. Um, But that day, that that was happening mm-hmm. was so hot that I was sweating profusely, like from my face and my chest, like my back was sweat. Like usually I'm, my face gets sweaty. Yeah. I have a, I have like a, a hot face, mm-hmm. but like for the rest of my body to be sweating that bad all fucking day, dude, it was 
unbelievable. Yeah, it man, was I, so I feel you. Up. We still have like we have an AC in our in our bedroom uh, so that we can sleep when it's too hot. Uh, but mm-hmm. it can't cool the rest of the house. Uh, it can get yeah. maybe two rooms max, but it, like if we try to cool the entire place, it, it, it's not possible. We have probably mm-hmm. twenty water salt water bottles in our refrigerator that we put in front of fans to act as ACs in the living room. Yeah, like to cool well, it down some. The other thing that sucks about my apartment is that we're a top floor, oh, and that then does suck. we're a two we're a two floor on a top floor. So, and we also have no neighbors downstairs right now. So, which is awesome because I can like just sit on the first floor floor and just like fart into it and like, you know, nobody has to hear it. But, uh, like because there's no neighbors down there, there's no air conditioning down there. So when it gets super hot, their apartment or that apartment gets just full of hot. And then that hot comes up into our downstairs and then that hot comes up into the upstairs where my computer and everything is and it just sits up here and there was nothing my air conditioner could do like i can't keep one in my office Mm -hmm. because i wouldn't be able to record you know right um and it was just like it was just so fucking brutal dude uh and then you were having a heat wave before that yep so it was hard for you to get started. So Tyler had a heat wave. When his was tailing off, I got one. And then when it came time to do like editing and stuff like that, that's when I started getting the thunderstorms. Because out here, when hot weather breaks, it thunders and lightnings like crazy. And we lose power constantly. Like that's just that's just what it's like living in New England. You're going to lose power all the time mm-hmm. um, or at least Internet. And it's like if your power flickers when your fucking computer's on, dude, and you're in the middle of it's editing, bad. it's terrible. So we had a lot of we had a lot of weather issues, which set us back. And then we had we had other issues that set us back. Um, we are still looking for editors. So um, if you are a editor and you have good skills, and I'm talking like good squi- good skills, you know what I mean? Like we we are looking for a professional. Um, we're willing to pay up to fifteen dollars in a minute per per minute of like what we give you, right? So if we give you a ten minute part, that's ten times fifteen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so please submit your uh, not nec- like a portfolio or a demo a, reel, uh, you know, just yeah, just or if like you that. have a YouTube channel and there's specific videos that would be good to look at. Uh, but basically. Uh, bonsai pop team yeah, at gmail.com yeah bonsai pop team at gmail.com we'll sort through them we'll see we have a we have uh, a couple people that we've one that we've worked with another person that we're looking at um we tried somebody else out who didn't end up working out unfortunately uh and yeah we, we it would be good if we had a couple so that way we can be like yo we're doing ron mahaf in a week uh we'd like you to be on the video have you watched it if not it would be good for you to watch these episodes or the season, you know, and then <laughs> while they're doing that, we are working with another editor on another video that they already have watched the content for, you know? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, like I said, um, please, you know, feel free to email us at bonsaipopteam at gmail.com. It's all, you know, one word. And uh, we'll check that stuff out. Yep. Anyway, Tyler. Yo. How was your anime week? So can I can I have a different week this week? 
Uh, I, 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 yeah. Can I have a sci-fi so. week? <laughs> what a sci-fi week? What do you mean a sci-fi? Week? I have watched so much Babylon Five in the last week <laughs> over the weekend. Tyler, I don't know dick about Babylon Five. That's perfect, dude. So I can tell you all about Is that it. Star Trek. No, Babylon no, no. Five? So, Babel. Do you know Deep Space Nine? Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Babylon yeah. 5 is why they made Be- Deep Space 9. It was to compete with Babylon 5. Wait, is Deep Space 9 is that's the one with uh the Cisco. female captain? No, it has uh the black guy Cisco, he's the captain and it's the uh uh Okay, that was the one that I couldn't get into was Deep Space 9. Yeah, uh so so Deep Space 9 is the one he runs a space station that is stationed at the uh at the end of a wormhole. Okay. Uh, so basically there's a station right before this wormhole and this wormhole, I don't remember which quadrants it connects, but it connects to a quadrant that they've never been able to explore before. Cause it would take like 70 years to get there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they have people coming through from the other side. They have people going from their side going in. So it's, it's basically the main port that is establishing trade between a whole other universe that they've never been able to explore before. That's Deep Space Nine. Uh, the captain is, is named Cisco. He has a, a kid named Jake. He touches his, his kid's face really weirdly. <laughs> he looks like a serial say, killer when he does it. Kids what? Okay. He, he, he t- touches t- his like, kids. Like, his kids. <laughs> Cisco is a great character, but I swear to fucking God, if you watch any time he interacts with Jake and he tries to show affection and he touches the kid's face, he looks like he wants to kill him. It's, it's terrifying. It's the Drake Bell effect. Dude. Yeah, it's Drake so Bell effect. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, it's terrifying, <laughs> dude. But anyway, uh, Babylon 5 uh, was... Uh, it started in 1994, so it's old. And okay. I'm not going to lie, the graphics are... Especially, like, the first two seasons are not good. You can see I'm in season three now, and uh, me, me and my girlfriend have been watching it. It's been awesome. Uh, but... There's a pretty big difference between season two and season three. It's like whoever, whatever station they're working with, it's like, oh, here's a real camera. Here, here's people who actually <laughs> know how to do CGI effects. You know, like they're 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 like sp- space station CGI shit and the spaceships went from looking like a Lego video game to like a PS2 game. You know, like it, the, it really yeah. upgraded. Uh, the early '90s was not a time for like good special effects no. like like people were like check out these special effects and then it was like reptile from mortal Kombat one yeah dude you know what i mean yeah. like it was That's like exactly oh. what it's like well the funniest Ew. thing so they they changed the intro right uh between mm-hmm. season one and season two and season two's intro starts inside like this helmet of an astronaut because they're talking about the creation of babylon 5 and it's astronauts creating it out in space and they just set the keyframes on to repeat for this guy's hands so his hands just go up to his face and then back down and then up to his face and then back down over and over again <laughs> as you zoom out and it looks so fucking stupid Oh my god. But anyway, we've been watching Babylon 5 not for the special effects but because the writing is actually very good in it. Uh and okay. and don't get me wrong, there is a lot of like uh bullshit 90s machismo and shit like that, you know? But the actual okay. writing in it is really good. They do not pull their punches. Like there's a there's a an episode where an entire civilization dies. Okay. 
And then the next episode, another entire civilization dies. <laughs> so that's what you like. That's the good writing is just they're like genociding entire planets. No, no, no. But that's just like one thing. It's like there's this massive issue. Uh, for one of them, there's a, a disease that happened a thousand years ago. And it just now uh, came back. And this this entire culture is super religious so they believe that the disease is washing away all the immoral people right and that they are uh, pure. social commentary yeah social commentary exactly mm. so the doctor finally synthesizes why why the disease is killing them who what other species it can jump to he synthesizes a solution and as he is bringing the solution to them in quarantine they open the door in quarantine and they're just all dead Nice. Like, uh, dude, I'm surprised there hasn't been any COVID cults like that, or at least none that we've heard about. Yeah, I mean, they had like COVID parties that that sort of shit happened. No, uh, but I mean, where it's like where they're like, yeah, COVID is here to cleanse the world of. It's not like the blacks and the Jews, <laughs> you know, like that sounds like something like the fucking Proud Boys would be out all about. Yeah, like, don't does. wear masks. Don't wear masks because you got to spread it to the to the blacks and the jews you know like it's fucking people are insane how have we not how have, this is definitely happening somewhere this is happening there's, I, I a, there's a cult going on i guarantee yeah. it no um yeah. oklahoma that's that place exists yeah well you know the kkk is fine because they cover their faces <laughs> they've been prepared for <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> and they've been prepared for, for so long so long dude <laughs> Kara says cough cults. <laughs> uh, oh my god! But yeah, anyway, uh, I I had never heard of Babylon Five before, uh, and and my girlfriend convinced me to start watching it with her, and it it's you can see a lot of like where they got the ideas for future sci-fi stuff. Like it's very uh, inspirational for for the next gen stuff. I see. I see. But that's what I, that's what I've been watching. Like, well, didn't didn't you watch Miss Kobayashi's Dragon? Oh Game? yeah, I did. I watched the first episode of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, you I, you said you had things to say about it. Mm-hmm. I honestly totally say forgot I watched it. Yeah. Um. So well, I. Good. Well, no, no, no. It's not bad. It's just like that was like midweek. You know, that was like a break ah, between yeah. editing. I watched that episode so it, it, it was sort of just like it almost wasn't on my mind as something that i did it was just like i need to not look at premiere for a minute <laughs> right right uh but no um yeah i watched miss kobayashi's dragon maid season two episode one and for those who don't know uh dragon maid is my favorite anime of all time season one is just like a glorious exceptional piece of writing uh, that we will make a video about at some point because I have a lot of things that I'd like to talk about with it. Um, mm. In season two, the start I really, really enjoyed. The first half of the episode was really good, really funny. Just to give like a small plot spoiler for that first half, it's just like a mini sub-story. Uh, Toru gets a job as, at a maid cafe. Okay. So, like, you can imagine the shenanigans that happen. I won't go into it. But, like, that's the first half of the episode. And I was like, this is hilarious. This is exactly what I want. Uh, yeah. And in the second half, they introduce a new dragon named uh, Ilulu, I believe is the name. Okay. And Ilulu, I can see why people are going to have some issues with Ilulu. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
because this is a, a dragon that takes the form of essentially a child, like, you know, maybe a preteen to a teenager at best. Like, this is a very, very small... Like, I, I think she's the same size as Kana, maybe a little taller. Yeah, I was going to say, don't you know? they already have one in yeah, Kana? Yeah, they do. Um, But Ilulu has, like, I don't know, size Z tits. And immediately... Z? Yeah, they're <laughs> massive, dude. Like, huge. Okay, okay. Like, unbelievably disproportional to the body. Uh, mm-hmm. And... And immediately starts trying to like seduce Kobayashi as a uh, to in in like a, 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 a try to show that all humans want is sex basically. Okay. So it was like this very weird sexualization of of somebody in a child's body. Uh, okay, and it felt very off to me, and I was like pretty uncomfortable watching it. <laughs> So isn't aren't all the dragons like super duper old? Is this another case of yeah. like a million year old lolly? Yeah, type of deal? it is. But the the thing is, is that like they already have one that is like you know however old Kana is, but she still acts like a kid, right? And, yeah, I was gonna say. So like Kana's like a kid, and she's really not that sexualized at all. Like there's definitely some things that they do, like you know. Uh, well, they did the beach episode. Yeah, they did the beach episode. But Ilulu is, like, on another level, in my opinion. And... Right. Like, in that episode, Toru literally slaps the shit out of her tits. <laughs> That's funny. So, so do the dragons have agency over, like, what they turn into? I... Don't know. I don't think right. so. I think I think whatever they turn into in their human form is supposed to represent their dragon form. Okay. Uh, essentially. So at least, at it's to me what it sounds like is at least they gave this dragon titties. You know what I mean? So it doesn't look like, like they're like Kana. You know what I mean? If it was another Kana who came in and was like doing creepy shit like that, I feel like that would be a lot worse because that would actually look like a child's body. You know what I mean? Well, so Again, here, granted, me, I haven't seen the show. Yeah, let me let me give but, you uh, a picture here. So this is like the front. Hold on, I got to find the channel on my phone. So this is Ilulu, like, facing head on. She looks pretty young. Okay. She's just in a thong. Uh, <laughs> and, I mean, you, you can just, her tits cover up almost her belly button. <laughs> Yeah, those are those are huge. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say like I would just from looking at this. I don't have a side by side comparison of uh, the rest of the characters. I would say, on a scale of like ten being like lolly porn and zero being like uh, I don't know uh, what's her face from Black Lagoon. I would probably give this chick like a five okay. but you know and like she's the, like right uh, in the middle here, here's the the difference in toru versus ilulu see when i see when i see toru i see like a 26 year old girl mm-hmm. when i see ilulu kind of looks like maybe like well first of all she's short mm-hmm. you know so like but that's 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 pretty normal for for girls to be short. Like you know, Devin's what five feet tall. Uh, Amy's what like five two. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the I main mean, thing I've actually to me seen isn't height. Like the main thing is how they act. 
Ah, I see. You know? So she's immature. Yeah, she's very immature, and she doesn't she doesn't act like an adult. Like you know, Kana fact, doesn't act like an adult either. You know. Yeah, uh, it's, I dated uh, I dated a girl with, with these proportions once. <laughs> Believe it or not. That's I, funny. I, I'll believe it. But yeah, so basically, yeah. It, it definitely made me more uncomfortable than the show ever has before. Uh, okay. It's not like I'm going to stop watching it. Mm. Um, because, like, it, the first half was still really good. Uh, I still want to see what happens with the story. I haven't read the manga or anything, so I don't know. Um, yeah. It, but, like, there was still a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, like, the, like, Kobayashi and Alulu have a really good conversation about, you know how you can choose your own family and how you can be brought together by your differences as opposed to divided by them, stuff like that. Like there, there, there was a lot of really good stuff that I liked in there. There was just a few things that I really didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, like knowing what I know of Kobayashi, like the Alulu thing is likely to turn into like more of a lesson about how it's like, not like humans aren't all about sexuality and stuff like that. Mm hmm. You know, what I, I mean? and I agree with you. So. And that's why I'm not like this show's horrible now. I hate everything, man, man. Like you know, I, I, un the show has some writing chops and and knows its themes pretty well. So I'm I'm yeah. pretty confident that like it will, I will feel better about it by the end. But this is like a one episode uh, reaction. Yeah, and it's never like the show is also never like acted like it doesn't have fan service either mm -hmm. you know what i mean no i know like <laughs> straight up has an episode that's called basically the fan service episode <laughs> right it's like uh the beach episode aka basically the fan service episode right hmm. yeah i mean it is so, <laughs> i'm interested to, i'm interested to see where it goes i'm interested um, to see if we'll do another beach episode now <laughs> probably because <laughs> or they'll no they'll do a hot springs episode ah uh, you're right well they already did a hot springs mm -hmm. episode oh well then the, i don't know the episode 14 ova is a hot springs episode i believe maybe they'll do the gym class episode where they all get in their little gym shorts that's that's pretty common yeah that that could be although like the only one of them goes to school i don't know yeah, well, maybe they all have to help her. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure, let's help a dragon run faster. Yeah, yeah. They already exactly. had the sports episode. Or the sport, the, what is it called? Field day or whatever episode. Oh, really? Yeah, they already did that. That's funny. I mean, I'm, fuck, I'm out of fan service. <laughs> <laughs> they really got most of it out of the way in season one. I'm sure they'll come up with something. Uh, did you, did you watch anything else? I'm trying to think if I watched anything else. Uh, well, obviously, since the last time we talked, I watched uh, a lot of Tenchi Moyo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't even get to the good stuff, though. No, I got to some of the good stuff. Some of the good stuff? Well, you did see the giant pipe organ. Yeah, I saw the giant pipe organ. I mean, I got I got halfway through season three. Um, yeah. And trust me, I've seen the rest of season three just from the editing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, season three is definitely a head trip. That's when, that's when uh, like, Kami... Kami uh, Tenchi comes mm -hmm. out and like I was like what the fuck like Earth is like ripped in half and like there's all this crazy shit happening and then it's just fine <laughs> like this show is such <laughs> a head trip dude yeah um, I, like that, I'm, that I'm, show was really I started off with like uh, an opinion of like oh, this isn't gonna be as good as I was hoping and it really got there 
Like it really got yeah. good. I really enjoyed it in the end. Um, I definitely had the same reaction you kind of had when you were younger, where I was sort of bored at the beginning and I was like, nothing happens, mm-hmm. dude. Uh, but then stuff does start to happen and, and it, it really sets a good pacing for the show. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, so when I was a kid, like I didn't even see like the first two episodes, mm-hmm. which are kind of essential integral. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to. You have to see the first two episodes to understand what's going on at all. So, like, when I would catch an episode, it was, like, everybody was already there. Like, Mihoshi was there. Like, you know, uh, fucking Washu was already there. And I'd be, and they'd just be, like, hanging around the house and be like, what the fuck? Like, why, why does this house have, like, a secret laboratory in it? Like, why is all of this, like, it's just so weird. Like, what is this fucking, like, bunny thing? Like, and it's annoying. Like, <laughs> fucking, like, for as much as I love Ryoki, like, Ryoki's super annoying. Like, meow, meow, meow. And it's, like, so high-pitched. It's like Pikachu before Pikachu. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so, like, it was definitely, for me as a kid, I was like, there's supposed to be titties in this. Like, where are the fucking titties? And there was never any titties. So, like, I was like, what the hell? Um, but yeah, like if you, if you watch it the way that it's meant to be watched, uh, it's, it's fucking good. It's like a really good, weird, weird show. Mm -hmm. And like, that's one of the things that I've been kind of noticing more and more. I mean, like basically the whole channel is kind of based off the notion, uh, but generally like, you know, it's, it's kind of like how GameSack, uh, if anybody ever watched GameSack, used to be about Joe and Dave, kind of like one of like Joe was a Sega dude and Dave was a Nintendo dude, and that's kind of like how they their dynamic was, you know, and they they'd kind of crap on each other, and you know Joe would crap on Nintendo and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So like we kind of started the channel on like oh the classics are the best, you know that kind of idea, and then we cover a new show every once in a while when it seemed pertinent and we liked it, but like. I don't know, man. Like, they really just don't make shit. They don't. Like, like they don't. Like, Tenchi anymore. Like, that. that is something where they took this They took this guy and his vision and were just like, go. Do. Just go, dude. Just do your thing. And he did, and it, it became this, like, wild, wild fucking ride. You know? Yeah. Like, you, you never I, know what's coming. I fully believe. In that show. The, I can't remember the, the creator's name right now, um, but I fully believe he, he came to like the board and he was like, I have this picture of a cat rabbit and I want to make a story off of it. And they said, perfect. Yeah, that's all they needed. <laughs> like they, they saw he's like, Ryo but wait, but, but and- wait, it, it, it turns into a ship. And they're like, wait, they're like, we don't care. Better. It's cute. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you already nailed it, dude. Like you got it. Yeah. That was all we needed to see. This is yeah, the Trigun cat, but better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, it's just, it's so ridiculous. It's so over the top. And then um, we also watched uh, Dead Leaves, I think was the name of the mm-hmm. OBA mm-hmm. film. Yeah, we and, just watched that uh, two days ago. That was definitely like an early 2000s film. Yeah, yeah, 2004, I believe. Okay, and that was like out of control. Yeah. That was that was one of the most insane things I think we've ever watched, and that is including Overfiend yeah. and like all of the other 
terrible things that we've watched, like Black Cat and or Dark Cat. <laughs> Dark Cat Dark was Cat's. great, dude. Dark. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like, sorry, dude. I'm just so sad right now. <laughs> Dark Cat was so good. But yeah, like this this movie was like. And the thing is, like, in Japan, like, drugs are very illegal. Oh, yeah. And this is, like, this is, like, the biggest cocaine cartoon I have ever seen in my life. Oh, like, it is, like, if we make a video on it, I want it to be called Drug Leaves Forced, like, Forced, or Dead Leaves Forced Drugs Through My Eyes. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it was, it was 50 nonstop minutes of absolute fucking insanity from, like, every every angle like if you have not seen dead leaves yet i don't want to spoil anything about it yep. just go in blind and watch dead leaves yep. and uh if you have any sort of hang-ups about crude humor sexual humor uh gross out shit violence like just maybe don't watch it yep. uh there is no there is no rape though no so so there's none of that it's it's mostly it's 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 like actual humor it's not mature humor but it's it's not not like it's not like it's not like violence porn you know what i mean it's it's just insane it's insane yeah it's an actually insane uh, fucking karis who is with us right now in the chat uh messaged us earlier being like uh, I realized that Dead Leaves is what people who don't watch anime think anime is. See, when I when I think about people who don't watch anime and what they think anime is, I think FLCL. Yeah, that's but fair. But Dead Leaves and FLCL do have a lot in common, yes. I think. But not FLCL is not anything compared to, to Dead Leaves. Mm-hmm. Like, FLCL is weird. Dead Leaves is insane. Yeah insanity Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) dead leaves the anime your mom is terrified about existing (laughs) yeah dead leaves yeah your mom's dead it's like the difference between (laughs) trying a drug fsl is trying a new drug dead leaves is doing a hero dose of that drug (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) cold on a monday yeah at At 10 (laughs) a.m yeah (laughs) like yeah it's uh that that movie was fucking out of control but um, it was awesome. As, though. as far as no, it was. It was so good. It was really good. Um, I felt very satisfied about it. It was fucking funny. It was the perfect gross. length too, because like mm-hmm. more would have been too much. Yeah, you know, it like, went by so quick. Though. Yeah, it did. Like I, I was, you know, when we started it and that shit started up, I was like, this is gonna be the longest fifty minutes of my life, and then it was ended up being like the shortest fifty minutes of my life. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, it's over. Okay. Um. <laughs> But yeah, like besides that, uh, for me, I have just been nonstop in Ranma world. Like Ranma is, it's a, it's a lot. Like I'm on, um, like Tonkabon, like 22. Oh, damn. Something like that. Out of uh, how many? 38. Okay. So you're getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah. Uh, it's a work in progress. Uh, and then, um, the anime is... Uh, let's see. It's long. Um, there are, there is quite a bit of filler within the anime. Um, yeah, there's 161 episodes of the anime. Okay, so, that's, that's a good uh, amount. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, 
like I said, there's a lot of filler. Uh, there's like a pretty pretty solid filler list out there. For, well, you know, like, people like are I interested. said uh, before, like it, it might be that the best thing for us to do if we're going to do Ranma next is maybe throw a Devlies video in because it's just a movie. There's no uh, manga to read or anything like that. And we can do a smaller video on Dead Leaves, and then that gives us more time for the Ranma yeah. video. Yeah, honest. And and the thing is, like, I'm I'm kind of thinking about like, you know, what like there are certain series like Ranma where I could have written a video about it like two weeks ago, right? And had something like really good to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could still write that same video, uh, but I do want to like complete the series. And I think that's like another. That's like maybe we could do like almost like completionist style videos of like what it's like to complete the series. Mm-hmm. You know, like because there have definitely been highs and lows in my Ranma adventure. Like maybe do uh, like, like Ranma one half the complete experience, <laughs> just something like that. You know what I mean? Like maybe or maybe just like maybe do a Ranma video and then do a Ranma like the complete experience, like that kind of thing. Um, because even when we do like complete series and we write videos after we've completed it, it's like we're still not able to get everything that we want to get in the video in the video because it, it, it's just like I I don't know I like I'm I'm constantly thinking of the best ways to like do stuff um, and I mean honestly the best thing that I could do is just like take notes while I'm going through mm-hmm. but I hate taking notes yep. it like really takes me out of the experience yep. so. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to figure something out. Um, but yeah, like, you know, when you, when you have 38 volumes of something and 160 something episodes of something, and like, I would say a solid 80% is like one off kind of goof stories. Like there isn't a huge main, um, storyline throughout the thing like basically Ranma one half is like you're waiting to see what happens with Ranma and Akane right because they're engaged okay from the beginning and they don't get along Akane hates boys and Ranma he doesn't hate Akane but like Akane is very like macho um Kind of. I mean, he calls her much all the time, but she's actually like a very sweet little girl. Um, she's just like strong and can do karate and shit. So it's like it's 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 interesting. Um, and I and I am very invested in seeing like what happens between the two of them. And then basically a lot of the drama or whatever that pops up is like, turns out Ranma's been promised to another girl, you know, like oh, by no. his dad sent from before. So like at this point. Um, I think Ranma has three fiancés. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At least three. Um, Akane, who he was promised to, uh, by his dad. Um, another girl who was promised to him by his dad, bef- like, when he was a kid. And then one that he accidentally got, uh, engaged to through, like, tribal rules that he didn't know about. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's 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 interesting. Um shampoo, I love shampoo. Uh she's she's a Chinese girl. Um she's very funny. And then, you know, most of these people transform and stuff like that because of the uh 
because of the fucking Jusenkyo uh, training grounds that have all the... I told you about the curse puddles mm-hmm. and every, or the, the curse ponds. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's just a lot of stuff, you know, every once in a while there's a new character that gets brought in. Um, one of the, I think there is one character that I absolutely hate and that is, uh, I, I keep wanting to call him Toto Sai, but that's from Inuyasha. It's, uh, Hapo Sai is the, uh, kind of patriarch of the Tendo anything goes martial arts, uh, dojo. And he is... Just like, he's just a motherfucker, dude. He's such an asshole. Like, they're constantly trying to kill him. And he's just, like, this tiny little, like... I mean, he, like, makes uh, fucking uh, What's-Her-Face from Dragon Maid look big. Um, He's, like, this little tiny fucking dude. (laughs) And, like, he's just a piece of shit. Like, he's literally always, always, always stealing underwear. Like, he always has, like, a bag of underwear on his back that he's stolen from, like, either the girl's locker room or like people's apartments or yeah, he's powered by panties and bras (laughs) and he's just like this piece of shit. Um, and he always ruins everything, but, uh, yeah. So, so Ranma is just enjoyable. It's just like, I don't have room in my life for anything else right now. Um, I think I missed the entire last season of anime. Uh, yeah, you did. Which which sounds like the only thing that was really going on was odd taxi anyway. So, um, I think my hero's going on. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure that's happening. Unfortunately, I couldn't give a fuck about my hero academia. Yeah, I kind of fell off as well. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, well, it's just the fan base, like, fucking ruined it for me. Like, it's one thing, you know, to be like a, like a, I don't want to say like regular Joe, you know, but to be like, you know, your normal, like, anime fan, and and then you, you see, like, uh, you know, people like being buttheads about my hero academia on Twitter and stuff. But when you like actually have to interact with those people, cause you made a, my hero academia video, like it really changes your perspective on, on, uh, those people, those people, <laughs> Sonic fans, dude. <laughs> and then, um, besides that, uh, we put out, we put out, uh, our, our anime cipher video. So, yep. um, a cipher is basically like you know one dude comes up with a beat and then makes a rap and then tags people in it and then they have to go they then are supposed to continue the rap um unfortunately uh i don't think anybody i tagged is going to i don't think so either dude dude jeff and jeff and yazzie have not responded to me like i even dm'd them i was like so you guys gonna do a rap nothing like they always (laughs) answer my dms they have not they have not answered my dms uh beyond ghibli was like no no (laughs) he was like and i say but no i say cowards cowards the lot of you come on I'm not a rapist, but I did it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, definitely got some, uh, got a little, got, like there basically people either, either loved it or hated it. I think it's our, our most, um, like even beyond Afro Samurai, I think it, it's our most like contentious video, uh, with the likes and dislikes versus dislikes. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I think a lot of people didn't really understand uh, what was coming. Um, but basically, I wrote it about uh, the 
I mean, with the with these anime ciphers, right? It's a it's a thing that people have done a bunch of times. Like Joey the Anime Man has done it, et cetera, et cetera. Like it's it's not an uncommon thing, right? Mm-hmm. And usually people just they rap uh generally like i would i wouldn't say nonsensically but like they just make a bunch of anime references and it's kind of fucking stupid Mm -hmm. um so i wanted to make mine like more poignant right so i kind of started off with like like these anime references but then i started talking about the industry and uh like how it's super abusive towards the artists you know i mean japanese work culture for you know in general is incredibly abusive towards the worker but um artists in particular i mean they'll make two dollars a drawing and sometimes like depending on what they're doing like you know their drawing can take them like five hours so a lot of the times these people are very lucky to make two hundred dollars a week and if they are making two hundred dollars a week they're i mean that's a hundred drawings in one week you know yeah, and that insane. that's not easy to fucking do like devin devin is an artist and i'll see her work on a drawing you know and it'll take her all week to do a drawing like she'll work on it like every fucking day Mm -hmm. so it's like it's insane so you know i started talking about that and you know i was talking about how like people uh you know die at work and like i kind of it's a it's it's very tongue-in-cheek because like the 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 catch the catch line is like uh wouldn't it be better to go back in time welcome to the classics it's better than working until you die Mm -hmm. uh on the modern classics right because there's so many um there's so many shows that are out right now uh like jujutsu kaisen has had a bunch of problems with people being overworked uh wonder eggs priority had a bunch of problems with people being overworked uh etc attack on titan etc 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 so yeah there's been there's been a lot of problems with these modern anime and then um i turned around to talking about how like you know last year like there was obviously a lot of like civil strife or and social strife within america when it comes to like race and cops and police brutality and stuff like that and how basically like nobody in anatube fucking said anything about it uh except for us and it just kind of grosses me out you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. and everybody like and you know i pointed out uh the trash taste podcast dudes which like in all honesty like you know and i told this to one person who commented one person was like hey man like you know i really like watching your videos because you know i feel like we're going through the like this journey together you know like like why would you want to bring in like hate into this and i'm like dude i don't hate the trash taste guys like i think i think gigak is pretty funny um sea dog uh is polite you know for the most part uh but the thing is is like those guys don't give a shit about us and when i say us I, i'm not just talking about bonsai pop i'm talking about um anybody in anatube that doesn't live in japan and hang out with them personally like uh they don't even really care about mother's basement or eye patch wolf you know like like they just don't fucking care because they're doing their own thing and they're friends with each other and they're on top of the they're on top of the chart right like they're the biggest anime creators on youtube and the thing is is like besides gigic really they don't really make anime content right um you know uh connor is a voice actor right and he's a very talented voice actor sea dog mm-hmm. um and joey is is a anime adjacent youtuber 
you know like when when you think like markiplier or like uh fucking you know logan paul or something like that like joey the anime man is way closer to that than he is to uh in quote-unquote anituber like um one of the like one of the especially when i was talking about like the social strife in america which affects everybody right like it's not like that's the thing right is like every single one of those dudes uh gigguk and sea dog are british and uh joey is australian japanese Right. right like so you could make the argument that like why should they care about you know american social dilemmas and the answer is is the people that are affected by that are your audience like that's your fucking audience dude that those are people that are part of the community those are people that just a word from you in recognition of their struggles would make a huge difference morally for them you know what i mean just like any kind of recognition just like hey i understand that you know you're having a hard time right now like i'm backing you dude like i'm here like i'm i'm like i'm your fucking ally you know but instead joey in particular like i looked through his videos before i put our cypher out Mm -hmm. you know because i did put i like i did put a spotlight on on them um and i looked at every single one of his videos over the past two years to make sure that like he had not said a word which he didn't um and like a lot of his videos were like oh i spent one thousand five hundred dollars on anime figurines oh i spent five thousand dollars at this store and it's like it's all this all these videos about how he's just throwing money at stupid fucking bullshit during a time where like uh okay like the world is fucking unemployed you know like there's families that are that are starving and shit like that like people that are just trying to make it through and you're making money off of spending like large sums of money on bullshit that you don't even need like that's just it's almost cruel it's offensive honestly it's fucking offensive dude and like you know again i don't know joey the anime man um we've never met we've never talked again mostly because like i think he's like the top of the top and he just doesn't fucking give a shit he likely doesn't know that we exist uh but it's it's just I just really think that that's cruel to do to to people, and I think it's I think it's fucked up that like kids are looking at that and being like, oh my gosh, like that's so cool. And it's like it's not cool. It's not cool to be to be squandering your wealth when you because you clearly don't need it. You clearly didn't need that five thousand dollars, right? And because you spent it on bullshit to make a video to basically brag about how much money you're fucking spending. And like, that's the other thing too, like Nux Taku, like I've seen you make videos like that as well. I think it's fucking garbage. Like, I think that's a shit content and B, I think that it's really fucking disrespectful to all the people that are struggling in this world right now, you know? Yeah. It's fucking gross. And like, you know, there have been quite a few rumors about people within that area that like aren't paying their fucking editors very well either which is really fucked up and it's like i just hate that shit you know like send that money to a good cause you know make a video about that Mm -hmm. like be like hey i'm not a douchebag the video you know like so so yeah so i called them out and like you know i i had people literally being like they're rich you're not stay in your lane like that kind of shit and it's like 
what kind of attitude is that dude mm-hmm. like what the who even thinks yeah how yeah. does that like we, we said even it on come the, uh, we said it on our other podcast but it's just like if your response is that you can't criticize somebody because they have money you have a whole other slew of issues buddy yeah or or even like yeah it's just like it's it's crazy you know and so a lot of people thought that i was just talking about mappa in particular when it comes to the you know the anime part of that and the the artists you know committing suicide and shit and it's not just mappa it's the entire industry and the reason that i wrote that part of the song specifically was because we live off of that industry Mm mm-hmm that industry feeds us you know that industry creates content that we there then take and make more content on right we owe the people who make that stuff our livelihoods and they're being treated like fucking shit we make more money than the artists do and like we're not fucking rich you know these mm-hmm. are people who are creating fucking masterpieces and or trash but still they're working their fucking asses off Mm -hmm. and they're being treated like garbage they're being tossed from project to project like most of them are freelance so when something's done they're fired you know it's just as bad as as working in video games and yeah like the trash taste guys have talked about mappa but they're also like more or less fucking you know anime like enterprisers right like they you know they go to the studios and they fucking suck dicks and interviews and stuff and it's like it's like you guys more than anybody else in the fucking world other than the people who own those animation studios are profiting off of these people suffering dude like don't just fucking mention it do something about it you have the power to fucking do something about it like that's 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 frustrating for me is that like where we are right now uh, as far as the channel goes, I'm happy with where the channel goes, but we don't have that kind of reach. We don't have that kind of power to really close. make a, an effect on that many people. And, you know, like what it comes down to is is fucking cowardice, really. Like, I'm just going to I'm just going to throw it right the fuck out there. Like, I'm just going to fucking spit it like that's cowardice it's fucking cowardice they're afraid of youtube and they're afraid of their own fucking audience because they know that their audience is full of a bunch of assholes who like the fucking like who like to watch this like weird like perversion of money you know they just like the jokes blah 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 they don't want to think about the fucking problems and the thing is is that if the problems aren't fixed the whole thing is going to go down the whole ship is going to fucking go down and that's that's just the way that it is so we need people like that we need me and tyler need people like that to to fucking say something to fucking do something about it and that's to to create something that you know anitubers can can get around and help out with and get their audiences involved but the guys at the top don't care it's like it's like fucking ninja dude right like Mm -hmm. so ninja has put out a statement that he will never stream with a female right that this is old news yeah i mean right? this is years it, ago yeah because it would be problematic for him right mm-hmm. and he just recently released a statement on why he doesn't punish people for using the n-word in his chat why he doesn't tell people to stop like blah 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 and he's like it's not my responsibility to teach people about right and wrong like yada 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 you know and i'm like yes it is dude 
it is your responsibility to do that fucking shit. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a flying fuck what anybody else has to say about that. Like, it is absolutely your responsible uh, responsibility as the person who runs your business, who gets up on stage to make sure that your audience is behaving appropriately, is the type of people that you would want to have in a room with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it is that is your fucking responsibility, right? And and what it comes down to again is cowardice because they're more afraid of people walking out and not paying them money and not making them look good with numbers than they are about doing the right fucking thing. Right. And if you're at the apex of your specific sphere, then that makes it seem like it's okay for everybody in that sphere. Mhm. Oh well, because, well like, fucking if it, if ninja. It's okay in ninja stream, then why wouldn't it be okay in you know, shroud stream or, you know, a much smaller creator. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, if it's okay for, if it's okay for three dudes who literally work with anime, anime studios to not fucking say shit about, you know, what's, what's going on within the industry other than like casually mentioning it and being like, yeah, that sucks. Like, then why the fuck should any of us should anybody else care yeah if it's okay for them to completely ignore the fact that a huge part of not only their viewer base but the anime community is being treated terribly by america and brutalized by the police then why should anybody else care Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it it, it, it is your fucking responsibility i'm sorry it's your fucking responsibility you don't deserve to have those people supporting you if you're not gonna fucking stick your neck out for them because they stick their neck out for you dude mm-hmm. they pay you they pay you it's it's fucking disgusting yeah and also like, so yeah there's that's... a lot of people who just won't care unless you care mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. You have or who fans, will never know? Yeah, or who will never know? But the, but I think even more so, it's just like there are a lot of fans who, if their if their favorite creator cares about something, they start caring about that thing. Yeah, and because they yeah. be, because they're like, oh, this is an issue for them. This must be important. Whereas, yeah. if nobody says anything, they're like, well, I guess it's not important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why. And, like, I'm not, like, I'm sure that there's people out there that are going to call me, like, you know, virtue signaling, yada, yada, yada. But it's, like, you they call you an influencer. What are you influencing people to do? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like, I will never accept the term influencer, but I do understand that we hold a certain amount of influence over people. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and that's why we are picky about what we do when it comes to sponsors. Right. That's that's why why we're not. It took so fucking long for us to decide to actually work with G Fuel. Yeah. That's why that's why we're ignoring our fucking Surfshark. Like, you know, people right now that are like, oh, do Surfshark ad, do a Surfshark ad. It's like, I don't think I need to fucking try and influence people to get Surfshark. All right. right. Like everybody knows about VPNs. Right. Okay. If they want to get VPNs, they'll get a fucking VPN. They don't need right. me to tell them to get a VPN. Right. But but it's like, you know what? We just got an email from somebody else who is a writer, who's an author, who is trying to self-publish their book and they watch our content and they said, hey, 
I want to promote my book on one of your videos. And that is the type of thing that's like, nobody else is going to have something like that. That's something that could change somebody's life that could help them get exposure. But still I messaged them back and I was like, Hey, we have to read the book before anything else. Yeah, exactly. You know, because we won't push something that we don't, uh, appreciate, use, enjoy, you know, whatever you're supposed to do with that product. Agree with. Agree with. Yeah. Like it's just like before anything, we would have to read that book so that we know what we are saying and and we can give an honest review on it. But it's like, if it's a good book, I would love to do something like that. Nobody else would have a a sponsorship for that person's book. And we might be able to help their dream come true. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, Alpha says that, um, you know, their silence might be part of a contract they signed for, but even if that's the case, they signed the contract. Mm -hmm. That's worse. That's worse that they literally signed a piece of paper for money to ignore the problems. That's literally being paid to shut your mouth. Yep. And if that's the case, then all they care about is fucking making more money. That and and like that's so that's that's so fucking annoying because we get shit right for for talking about uh, like our Patreon and stuff like that. And it's like Patreon is a voluntary service. The reason that we talk about it is because if we don't, people don't think about it, mm-hmm. right? But Patreon is a voluntary fucking service. And it's not like when you sign a contract for uh, an ad or something like that, you have to do what they say. Granted, some of them give you a little bit more f- freedom than others do. But like signing contracts is very it's important to know what you're signing up for because you are therefore representing that deal. Yeah. It, until that contract is over to not say things. Maybe you should think about why that is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's just gross. It's just fucking gross. Like the whole, the whole thing is fucking gross. Yeah. And that's like, I think that's one of the worst things about YouTube. Um, and when people get super famous is that they stop caring about what they're doing and they are only caring about the money, the money, the money, the money, the money, the money, the money. What is going to make me the most money? What is going to make, get me the most fans? What is going to like fuel my fucking ego? Like what is going to make me on top? And, and it's the same fucking issue all the way up the fucking ladder. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? That's like, why I have respect for creators like H bomber guy who like when he made that video on vaccines and he had a legal team ready in case he got sued because of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I respect the fuck out of people who are like, no, nobody is going to stop me from saying my piece. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and the thing and is, he's is also that- completely funded through Patreon. Like, he's funding, his income is completely based on his fan base so that he doesn't have to worry about that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and the the thing is, like, uh, fucking... The best part about Patreon is that, like, people who help out channels like that can feel good about what they're doing because they are enabling people 
to say what needs to be said. It's so much more than just you're helping this person's income. Yeah. Oh, it's so much more than that. It's you are protecting those people from the powers that be that are trying to shut them up. Yeah, exactly. Because – when we did, and and that's the thing is that like everybody's all you know, or not everybody, but a lot of people are fucking sick of hearing about the Afro Samurai video, and that's fine. I understand that, but there was a huge amount of injustice that was done with that video, and a lot of it was on YouTube's part. That video was shut the fuck down because of YouTube's terms of services, which I put into the Cipher video. You are not allowed to talk about riots or protests. And it's framed that way first. Riots and or protests. Mm -hmm. As if they're the same thing. They're not the same fucking thing. There is nothing wrong with the protest. But YouTube doesn't want you to talk about protests. And because we talked about protests in that fucking Afro Samurai video. That's why it got shut down. Because we took a stand on that. So therefore, by association, you are technically not allowed to have a protest on YouTube. You are not allowed to protest on YouTube. Because technically, that would be violating their terms of services. That they have created to protect themselves from losing money from shitty corporations that don't want to quote unquote be affiliated with xyz usually the right side of things because the right side of things affects their bottom line right as though anybody has ever seen a coke commercial before a fucking gaming video and been like oh man this gaming creator really likes coke unless it's matt pat yeah (laughs) yeah it's 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 like it's it's insane. It is and, insane. And it's like, I mean, we could go into, we could go into how capitalism has gone too far, like, et cetera, et cetera. I'd but rather, basically what it comes I'd down to. I'd rather get into video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically what it comes down to is companies, corporations, things like Google and YouTube and all their advertisers, they don't just want money. They want all of the money. They want all of it. Every single fucking money that they can get, they want that money. It's not just making money. It is gathering all of the money. That's all they care about. They don't fucking care if you die. If you were on the street on fire, they wouldn't even piss on you to put you out. Well, because somebody else might be paying for them to piss on them. No, because they're they because <laughs> taking the time to piss on you would affect their bottom line. Well, no, what I'm saying is that somebody else might pay for them to piss on them to put the fire. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's fucking. So, I personally just, I would like to thank our Patreon for allowing us to say these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Basically. I mean, I'd do it anyway, but nobody would listen. But thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, if you want to join the Patreon, uh, it is uh, patreon.com slash bonsai pop. So, let's... 
talk about video games. Oh, we're not going to do any G Fuel? Good to know. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, technically the uh, everything we do is sponsored by G Fuel because we are partnered with them. Um, if you head on over to gfuel.com or use the link in the show notes, uh, use code BPOP. 10% off after that. So you still get, you still get, uh, you still get a good deal. But what, all I really wanted to say is that the Yuzu Slash is now available. Yes. The hydration, and that is another hydration. The hydration Yuzu Slash is now available. So if you're interested in that, if you tried the other hydration stuff and you're like, I want another flavor, that's now available for you. But we, we, we gotta, we gotta put an announcement out to let people know. They gotta do it quick if they want it. Uh, anyway, video games, video games, video games. I've started uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2. Uh, oh, have you on the PS5? No, it's on PS5. It's on what? PC and Switch. I'm free. I, th- I could have sworn it was on PS5. Uh, well, you're wrong. <laughs> okay, so uh, so you started that? But yeah, I started that. Um, it's really good. Like, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I played through the demo, and then I played a little bit more yesterday. I decided to buy it for my uh, plane trip down to San Diego, basically. Oh, okay. Oh, you got on the Switch? Yeah. I see. Yeah, so I'm going to play it on the plate and stuff, but it's just like a good, it, it, it's really impressive how they made Monster Hunter uh, feel like a good turn-based combat system, you know? Like, everything's still in there, you can still break parts and stuff, and like, the new stuff that's, that's brought in, uh, specifically for the turn-based combat, is really uh unique and it feels good like there's a bunch of like head-to-head stuff where like if you're going up against a monster you can sort of figure out like what move they're probably going to do ahead of time based on the type of monster it is and then if Mm -hmm. you and then you can adjust the type of move that you do uh based on that and it's basically a rock paper scissors effect where if you pick right you will do way more damage when going head-to-head against them. And if you pick the same move that your monsty, which is, like, your companion picks, then you do, like, an ultimate move, too. Uh, It's very fun. Like, every single monster has different strengths and weaknesses, and you can change your weapons out to exploit those. So, like, you know, some things will be hurt much more by, like, slice damage from a sword or blunt damage from a hammer or pierce damage from a bow. And the the game doesn't... um, it doesn't punish you for trying new things. You can try, you can switch a weapon every single turn and it doesn't take your turn. Right. So it's like, it feels really good to play. Like it's a lot of fun. I know Arlo just made a review on it where he's having a blast on it too. And I couldn't agree with him more. Like I'm really impressed with how good of a turn-based combat game they made. Yeah. I'm actually looking at a side-by-side comparison with the PC and the switch. Mm -hmm. So like, the PC version, like the textures, aren't any better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure the frame rate is it's, better. The frame rate is like incalculably mm-hmm. better than than fucking the the smoothness and the frame rate is in way way fucking yeah, better. Yeah, that's but the thing. But you get bonuses for having it on Switch with Monster Hunter Rise, right? And, and the other thing is that like. 
your frame rate may, is mainly going to drop during the uh, during the world exploration part, from what I've seen. Which yeah. doesn't really matter that much, uh, because it's not like you're trying to do anything like super difficult while you're doing that. It's really just exploring and collecting stuff, and then finding new monster caves and getting from point A to point B. The stuff that's really fun to watch is the battles, and those seem very fluid, from what I can tell. Okay, yeah, no, so, honestly, it was a cutscene that I was looking at where the frame rate was, like, shit. Oh, really? Um, the world, yeah, the out in the world isn't that bad. No, it's not. The PC is just crisp and clear, but it doesn't, like, it still doesn't look like a modern game. Right. Which is kind of making me uh, less interested in the PC version of Rise when it comes out, because it's still going to look like a Switch game, just with, like, it's yeah. going to look like a Switch game on a PlayStation yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. re- you know, remember the difference between N64 and a PlayStation's graphics mm-hmm. where, like, N64 is kind of fuzzy? Yep. And PlayStation was, like, almost more like a computer? It's going to be like that. Yeah, I, I, and I agree with you. I don't think it's going to... Uh, I don't think it's going to be worth it to buy it again. Uh, which, like, for that mm-hmm. game, if if there was a reason to, I would. Uh, yeah. But it's just, like, everybody that we know that plays it plays it on Switch. I don't see a, a reason to buy it on PC. That and, like, more or less, like everybody we know who plays it has pretty much more or less finished it yeah yeah like, <laughs> like i haven't played it in a hot minute uh you know like i would definitely like if, if ryan was gonna play i would jump back in with him uh yeah. but you know i i never uh like we still have a monster hunter channel in our discord but nobody's ever like yo is anybody playing you know i, I just right, don't see right. that uh because like it's been out for a long time and the game is not that long for a monster hunter no game, you know like, it's not yeah. that long. Uh, still a fucking excellent game, though. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so I, I've been playing that, and then I have moved from Yakuza 6, which I think you wanted to talk about, and then I'm playing Yakuza Like a Dragon again. Oh, uh, okay. I can't believe you're playing that again. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I never even finished it, because it was just, it was so long. Oh, really? I, was, yeah, I, yeah. I, I finished it, and now I'm playing through it again. Because uh, I wanted the context from playing through the full original series. Oh, okay, yeah. So, like, it makes more, like, it's more, you know, impactful when, yeah. like, uh, Majima and Taiga show up. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Saijima, I feel yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it, it was more of, like, when I when I first played Yakuza Like a Dragon, I had played Kiwami 1 and Kiwami 2. Right. And that was it. And now I've played through the entirety of the first series and I loved all those games. Like they're all great. Six is a phenomenal game. Uh, Like they really figured it out with six, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like the movement in six was great. The fighting in six was great. Yeah, like the, uh, the, the lack of load times when going into shops and stuff was phenomenal. Like such a small change makes such a big difference. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, more or less, you could just walk into yeah, shops. Yeah. There was no, yeah, it wasn't like a, it was great. It was, just it was part of the so world. fluid, and it was just like you, you it, it just felt way more like a real world, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And now that I know that full story and everything, because like, I guess spoilers for anybody who hasn't played Yakuza uh, like a dragon, it'll just be like a second here. But Kiryu does show up halfway through that game you know oh see i didn't even know that oh did you not well my bad uh no. <laughs> but but he show he shows up for a fight basically to test your your will 
uh, in whether or not you, you really ready to take this on. And I didn't know why halfway through the game. That's got to be farther than halfway. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably more than halfway through. It's probably like three fourths through, but it was like, I didn't know why he was being so secretive about it. Like why he wasn't saying who he was, stuff like that, you know? At the time, now yeah. it all makes way more sense, and I'm excited to get back to that point now. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And I'm excited to see uh, any other characters that I didn't recognize to, that'll show up. Like, I, I'm I, I'm not sad that I played it in the order that I did, but I'm more excited going through Like a Dragon now that I've finished the original story. Right. And I think I might also pick up, like, the Judgment games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because there's a new uh, Yakuza Lost Judgment is coming out this year. Oh, okay. And I don't know if you've seen, they have the, it's not a trailer. It's like the opening cinematic is on YouTube now, and it looks amazing. Really? Yeah. Like, just just, huh, just, yeah. just the, the graphics are phenomenal. They look so good. Oh, yeah, I bet. So, I heard... I heard like mixed reviews about the first one. Um but like I'm I'm interested in checking it out for sure. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. It's just like it looks really good. Uh so I'm definitely going to check it out and see if it's something that I would want to buy. I'll look at some reviews and stuff like that for sure. But yeah, that Hell that's yeah. really been what I've been uh playing. I I've been going through Yakuza, Yakuza 7 again. Uh, I went through all of Yakuza 6, which was like a pretty good way to tie out the storyline, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Kiryu like got out, and you know, there's a new like generation. I guess you know, like it was kind of the, it was the full circle basically. Yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like Haruka's story got a little like ham-fisted. Uh, Dude, the baby though. Yeah, <laughs> the like, baby was so fun. Like where you're fighting with the baby and you just like you throw, throw the baby it at a random person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so fucking funny. Like, I, I really liked five because Haruka was a main, like, integral part of the story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And and like what she, what you did as Haruka mattered, and I really liked that, and that was really cool. And then Six sort of brought it back to more of, like, she's just sort of a plot point as a reason for Kiryu to do things. And I didn't like that yeah. as much. Like, considering how important she was in the fifth one, I was kind of upset with that aspect of it in the sixth one. But overall, excellent fucking game. <laughs> I like how Six, like, basically went back to focus entirely on Kiryu. That like I also like. That, yeah. Yeah. It, I, like, I... Switching characters for me was kind of like meh. I like playing as Kiryu. I um, I, I like playing with Kiryu. In in the fifth one, you play with five characters. It's yeah. ridiculous. Like that's too, it's too it's much. Too many. <laughs> but but I like playing with Haruka a lot. I like playing with Kiryu a lot because it's just like you know him at this point. You know. Yeah. Like yeah. you know the moves. You know that you are leveling up so that you can get the uh, Kamaki Tiger Drop. You know, like, uh-huh. like, like that is the move that you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I love playing as Akiyama. Okay. Uh, I love his. He's the one with the kicks. Yeah. He's like his kick fucking boy. feet, yeah. like million combo kicks are just phenomenal. But like Saijima, I don't give a fuck about the baseball dude uh, in five. I don't give a fuck about 
uh like, is sajima not, is his name not taiga i thought i could have sworn it was taiga uh it's definitely his last name? uh it might be it might be i think sajima was like his t-y-g-a i think sajima oh, okay. is his last name it might be taiga sajima okay anyway i could just be completely wrong um well sajima yeah, is like, definitely his last name because he's the patriarch of the sajima family right 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 this is a dude who escaped from jail in three. Yes. Four. Okay. Yeah. Four. That's the one. Yeah. Huh. Five. I, I want to play six him, by the way. You haven't played five, right? No, I haven't played five. So yet. every, every character in five has like a sub story type thing that you can like level up and, and, and do multiple missions in. And like for Kiryu, you're a taxi driver, you know? Mm-hmm. So you go to work and you drive, a taxi around and that's the thing and like you have to like make sure that you're like you, you need to drive correctly and not hit things while also like keeping the conversation going and making sure that you're using your turn signal and stuff like that and it, it's, it's a fun <laughs> yeah it's like an actually fun mini game uh sounds fun with saijima you go hunting with like a gun yeah and you hunt weird like, like Deer and rabbits and foxes and bears. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. It's fucking weird, dude. Like everybody has a different one. You know, like uh, yeah. uh, Haruka does dance battles on the street, which is fun. I like those a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you, you dance better, and then uh, you you can hurt your opponent's health with with heat moves and shit like that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that that's a fun time, and then uh, the last dude I can't remember his fucking name. He he does like baseball stuff. So you you level like, up your bat swing and how easy it is to hit home runs. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah I'll, I like when I play a yakuza game. Like I do everything, so I can't just like steamroll through mm-hmm. like ten fucking yakuza games in a row. Like usually I can do like one or two. And then I'm like, I need a fucking break because I just spent like 300 hours playing fucking Yakuza. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, so I did, I finally, uh, well, not finally, but I beat the Mario Golf um, like story mode, like right after our last podcast, oh, okay. uh, which was goofy and dumb, oh, so um, but dumb. I beat it. Uh, and then the ice I play, I've, been, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Mario Golf, uh, so I have the like both club sets for um Waluigi, Rosalina and Donkey Kong now. Um Donkey Kong hits like 285 or maybe it's like 295 yards with his second uh Holy set of God. clubs. Yeah, so it's a he hits pretty far and like I've just been like killing it on Mario Golf, dude. I have a bunch of clips like saved up of like hole in ones and like eighty foot fucking eagle putts and like all sorts <laughs> of shit that I've been planning to put out on Twitter. Uh but dude, like the online for Mario Golf is so fucking bad. It is atrocious. I'm not surprised. And that is that is like on it well, I am dude. It's fucking golf. <laughs> yeah, like, but it's it fucking is, like, Nintendo, it is, like, dude. The, I know, but even still, it's like the least amount of information that you could possibly send over the internet. It's just, uh, but like, so here's the th- here's the problem with Mario Golf Online, um, the speed golf, mm-hmm. which is what I would like to play the most, is like the laggiest shit 
Right. And like, I'm sorry, I just don't feel like setting up my Ethernet cable to the Switch. Also, you shouldn't you know? have to. Like, Capcom made Monster Hunter Rise and it works perfectly online. Actually, you're right. It does wirelessly. Yeah. Like perfectly. Perfectly. Oh, that game oh, is boy. one of the best online experiences I've ever had. And it's on the Switch. Yeah. And it's insane. Yeah, and it's insane. Yeah, I never even thought of- I didn't even put that together. That like it was. It's ridiculous. It has nothing Later to Alpha, do with the Switch itself. Out. It is only Nintendo. Yeah. So so yeah. So fucking Mario Golf is like the the speed golf is so fu- it's so fucking laggy and jittery and awful. Um regular golf like stroke play mm-hmm. which is just like you, you take your hit and then you warp to your ball yep. uh there is no way to speed up your ball so you know how you can hit and then hold b and the yep. ball will just like woo right there's yep. no way to do that, that is so if ridiculous. you're playing if you're playing take turns mm-hmm. right which is like you can either play all at once or you can play take turns getting through one hole of golf is like a 15 minute experience of which you were playing and, like two minutes, huh? Of which you play two minutes. Yeah, maybe it depends on how good you are, right? right? That's the other thing. Is if you're fucking nasty at Mario Golf, right, and you're on a par five, and you sink it in two, and get an albatross, you have to just sit and wait for the rest of these fucking Nimrods to try and get the the ball in the hole. Yeah, it sounds awful. It is awful, right? So playing all at once isn't as bad, right? Because you just get to play through and then, you know, boom. But then you still got to wait for the rest of the people. Uh, and it's still laggy and jittery, dude. It's it's fucking ridiculous. So, like, mostly it's just been me and Devin playing together and having a good time. Devin's actually really good at Mario Golf, mm. which is she, weird. She never played a golf game before. Which she's fucking awesome at it. <laughs> uh, so that's been that's been fun. Um and then I got uh, the second character pass uh, for Super Smash Brothers because, um, you know, it's all finished. So I got all those characters. And, uh, like, honestly, Smash Ultimate, like, it's just not that fucking fun, dude. I don't know what it is about this Smash Brothers. And, like, I've always loved Smash Brothers. I got Sma- every single Smash Brothers that's ever come out. I don't know what it is about Smash Ultimate, but there are mechanics in it that I don't like. Like, uh, and, you know, I've been playing it again, so I've been noticing, like, turning around sometimes is, like, really difficult. Like, it used to be just, like, you press that direction, now you're facing that direction. But now there's, like, you actually have to, like, actively kind of turn around. Super weird. Um, Like, it's, like... There's so many things that I love about it. Like the music is amazing and it's endless. There's like th- hundreds of of tracks of remixed video game music from like the best games of all time. Um, and there's so many characters and there's so many levels and it's fucking great. But like it's just, it's just not that fucking fun. I don't. It's weird. Dude, it, like, I haven't it's weird. played Smash in over a year. Yeah, exactly. Easy. I hadn't either until um, they put Cosmo. In. No, I played with Terry a bunch because I really like Terry. But once they put a uh, Kazuya in there, I was like, I got to check out Kazuya. So I just got the character pack. Um, Sephiroth is fucking sick. Uh, Sephiroth is like really, really fun to play with. Um, and Kazuya is awesome. Kazuya is so fucking fun. Like, honestly, like 
I like the traditional fighting game characters the most. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I would say like Ryu, um, Ryu, I just said the Ryu, Terry and Kazuya are definitely like my favorite characters in smash. Now, um, they're like so fucking fun. Cause they have like all these secret moves. Like Kazuya like has his, his regular a combo is a 10 his his 10 hit combo from tekken which is fucking sick you can just hold the a down and get the 10 (laughs) hit combo and then all of his moves are uh he has like a command grab so it's down uh down like down down right down down right plus the z button or uh rz or whatever Mm -hmm. will do like this really badass command grab Hmm. uh and and then like it if all the directions for like his kicks and punches. So like if you're uh, holding slightly up and to the right, the, his a move is a different thing. Slightly back to the right. His a move is a different thing. Same thing with the bottom corners, same thing with forward. Like some of them depend on how hard you press the button. Uh, Like it's fucking awesome, dude. It's awesome. Like the difference between playing Mario and one of the new characters that have moves like that, like Terry has like full on fucking, uh, you know, actual inputs like you would have mm-hmm. in an actual fighting game. Um, and it's just, it's fucking cool. Like those new characters are just badass. Uh, the Minecraft character, Steve, uh, is really strange. Um, really fucking strange. Like the mechanics of the new characters are just like, so much time and effort were put into the new characters uh except maybe the one uh, well obviously there's byleth who's just another fucking fire emblem character dude like <laughs> i'm i i'm sorry i'm in that group where like every time they they announce a new fire emblem character like i just my my eyes roll so far back in my head they come back around like it's just like are you fucking kidding they, me dude they only need there's so Marth, many- ike and robin and that was it I don't even think they needed it. I I would take I would have taken uh, Marth and Roy and fuck the rest of them. But you know, Roy like was it, the it, exact like, same as Marth. Yeah, but he was awesome. But but Ike. Well, I mean, they weren't the exact same. Marth was way better. But yeah. Uh, but Ike is really fun to play and completely different. And Robin is really fun to play and completely different. But like okay, Lucina, unnecessary. Byleth, why? No, nobody. Well, Lucina who the fuck is, has uh, talked about three houses in the last year? Uh, nobody. Exactly. L- Lucina was is a is a uh, an echo. echo echo fighter. Yeah. So like that's fine. Sure. And she wasn't DLC. You know what I mean? Like it's the DLC ones because I think uh, Corin was added in too, right? As a DLC. I don't think so. I think Corin was always there. Okay. Well, Corin, Corin, no, she was DLC for Smash Four. Ah, uh, okay. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and she's pretty cool too, or he, whatever. Um, they. I like Corin. Yeah. Um, because they can be a boy or a girl, so mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, it was um. But like, I I like, mained Marth for a long time in uh, melee. Oh yeah, Marth is great. Marth was always great. Ike is just like stupid fun to play because he hits so mm. hard. <laughs> Well, that's the other thing is like uh, in this new smash, it's like, again, I I guess it's just because I haven't put the kind of time into the game that like, I guess they would expect you to. But it's like in the new smash, you do you get to this certain percentage and then like 
it's like you get hit by a normal move and all of a sudden you're like and you blow off the stage like i just don't understand it the way that i understood the old ones because you just, still had to be killed yeah and, and it was like there was there's just I, it, to me smash brothers isn't like a fighting game you know, yes, it's a fighting game, but it's not a fighting game in the same way that Guilty Gear or Street Fighter or Tekken or any of those other ones are a fighting game. Smash, like, you could avoid getting killed if you were good enough at avoiding getting hit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, fucking around and stuff like that. Now it's just it's just not the same as it used to be. Um, and I, I understand that they're trying to make it more of a legitimate fighting game, but for me, Smash was, like, fun. And they took a lot of the fun out of it. I miss gimping. By doing that. I don't even know that. I don't even it was when is. you would knock somebody off the edge and then you would grab the edge so that they couldn't grab the edge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now now you, like, bump them off and then they can bump you back yeah, off. Yeah, like, it's not nearly yeah. as good. Like, basically, it used to be edge guarding was, like, a really high-level part of the game where it's, like... You know, do you, do you grab the edge or do you try to hit them or do you go down? But if they hit you, like it was, there's so many different recoveries that are so big that it doesn't like, there's almost no reason to anymore. Yeah. And then there's also like, um, there's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just all very strange. Everything's worse, man. man. Like, Everything's worse. Everything's getting worse. All my favorite <laughs> bars don't have my favorite things anymore. <laughs> I think we talked about and that then, on the um, Super Saiyan 3 cast, but all, I went I went out the other weekend and, and all the bars that I really used to love all suck now. And mm. it, then I had three drinks, came home, and then had a headache for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my girlfriend threw up. It was a great experience. I remember when my my uh, childhood diner closed down a couple years ago. I was really upset about that. That was like the worst thing. So shitty. But um, the other thing I've been playing consistently is I've been playing The Witcher Three. Um, oh, so right, right. I finished. I finished the first DLC. I'm about to finish the main campaign. Um, and then I'm a, and then I have the second DLC to do. So I'm I'm almost done. I'm like level fucking nice. thirty eight now. So like the fucking the main campaign is like, oh my god, it's like one hit and mm-hmm. I, I cut somebody in half. Like I don't know <laughs> if you played since they uh, added in like the ending animations and shit like so. that. Yeah, there's like you know I'll like stab a dude and then like rip my sword up through his head and he'll like split in half like fucking Mortal Kombat fatality and shit. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, The Witcher has just been a completely enjoyable experience. I nice. I love that game. Is just so. Did fun. you ever make your monster um, deck? Yeah, I have. I have like uh, I'm. I still have a couple cards to win, but I almost have all the cards. Nice. So. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, my monster deck isn't exactly where I want it to be. Um, like there, I I am having trouble finding repeat cards for the uh, like the bugs and stuff like that. So you put out like one bug and then like twenty come out. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's all about scorch cards and uh, horn the horn of whatever mm-hmm. that double the strength it. of all your cards. Yep, yep. Yeah. I love, dude. I love that, especially when you're playing against monster decks, dude. Scorch cards are so fucking brutal. Like, what I tend to do is I'll tend to put out, um, because I I still play Northern Realms mostly, just because mm-hmm. I'm super comfortable with that deck and it's badass. Yep. So I'll put out like a, like a one power, um, 
spy get two extra cards they'll usually drop like one of their bugs that comes out and it's like fucking like you know five level fours and they'll just use a scorch card and blow them all away <laughs> it's like just like fucking i just like uh milled like half their deck it's it's great um but yeah i mean as far as video games that's really it for me like uh, i'm looking into monster hunter stories too as well yeah i'd pick it up if i were but, you uh it's fun yeah and i think that cool. there's some multiplayer aspect of it as well okay um i don't i know sure, there i think uh, so I think there's like two players simultaneous, isn't there? Yeah, something like that. So like we could play together, uh, okay. and like maybe stream or something. I don't know. But yeah. uh, what, what else is he gonna say? Oh, the the last thing that I have on the uh, video game front. This isn't exactly video games, but it is. But like obviously, I play a lot of Dead by Daylight still. I I tend not to bring it up because like mm-hmm. it's just kind of like a constant. Constant. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, in particular, there was uh, a really cool event that happened this last weekend. Uh, one of the like pillars of the Dead by Daylight community, his name's Puppers, uh, and he's he's been streaming the game for like five years. You know, he's one of the bigger creators. Like, he has over a hundred thousand uh, subscribers on YouTube, and then his he, in general, has over a thousand people watching him on uh, Twitch every day. That's crazy. Yeah, so like he he's a pretty big guy, and like I've watched a lot of his streams. He does like crazy cosplays. Like he he cosplayed a walker one time. <laughs> okay. So like he streamed and it's just like a cardboard locker that he can see through and he's playing as like a Dwight inside a locker. Like he does all sorts of crazy shit like that. Uh very, very humble guy and cool dude. Uh but he ended up having a stroke last year. Oh. And how old is he? He's not that old. Um, like maybe early thirties. So it was from streaming. Something like that. Uh but it's probably from the stress. What ended up happening is his voice started changing, and it started sounding like he was constantly drunk all the time, and he didn't know why. Yeah. Uh, and what ended up happening is that he uh, he found out eventually that he got ALS. Oh no! Yeah, so he he has Lou Gehrig's disease, which basically means he has like two to five years to live. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, I mean, he either has, well, he has two to five years probably of, like, maybe semi-decent quality of life, yeah. and then... But, but it's just, yeah, like, it's bad. going eight months ago, when you can hear, he has, like, he had, like, this great voice, and now he's, like, it's hard to understand him. Yeah. Uh, it was rough, but there was, like, a crazy event this weekend called uh, Light in the Fog, where something like over 100 Dead by Daylight creators got together to fundraise for his ALS treatment. Mm. And they did like a three day event with commentators that were dead by daylight creators commentating over dead by daylight games with other dead by daylight creators. And every hour they were switching in a five new players. Uh, and it was like unreal. And they raised last time I saw it was over $75,000. Holy shit. For him from that community. And it was just like, as somebody who like watches those videos and has watched these people and has been in that community, that community is known for being pretty toxic. It was really, yeah, yeah. really cool to see so many people come together for that guy. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. And like, I, I watched uh probably three or four hours of the stream. Uh, when like my favorite creators were playing or when they were commentating and it was just like unreal to see people giving like multiple 500 donations in five minutes, you know, 
Like it, yeah, it yeah. was unlike anything I'd ever seen on any creative side before. It, it was like the team trees thing, but only dead by daylight, you know? Jeez. It was really something yeah, else. That, damn. Yeah. That's like, uh, that's crazy. Like ALS is really sad. I, I, we had a friend adjacent who, um, died from ALS a couple of years ago after like a really, 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 really long struggle with it. And it's like, it just, I mean, you basically like turn into a rock and suffocate. Like it's, it's, it's bad. No, I mean, bad, it's bad, awful. Bad stuff. Like it, it was just, yeah. I didn't know cause I hadn't been watching his stuff for a while. And when he came on with uh, some other creators to do his, his hour match, I didn't recognize his voice, you know? Yeah. And well, I mean, like when you get it, when you get start talking like this, but like I didn't know that ALS changed your voice, mm-hmm. you know, that's oh, yeah. fucking fucked. It, it, it was crazy. So it was like both heartbreaking and really like heartwarming at the same time. Uh, yeah. So I, I ended up, I was up till like 4 a.m. one night just watching those streams. But yeah, so they I, are getting closer to like figuring out als though like they really are getting closer like um the guy who passed away like you know he held out for so fucking long for for a cure but like the medicine and everything and the treatments are getting a lot a lot better so you know there is hope um so hopefully he's able to to hold out you know for a while because every year they're you know they're getting closer and closer yeah i i mean yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. It just sucks when like somebody who like you, you genuinely think like obviously I've never met him before, but like he genuinely seems like a good creator, you know, like one of the good ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just sucks yeah. to see something like that happen to somebody who's good for their community. Yeah, I mean, like as far as the stroke goes, uh, you know, strokes can be caused by a lot of things, but generally the main uh, thing that happens with strokes is stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like that's one of the things that a lot of people uh, who consume the kind of content that you know, uh, like streamers and YouTubers create, like don't understand is the kind of stress that goes along with those jobs, especially when you're so dependent on um, the algorithms and stuff. Again, like the Patreon is the only reason that we're able to like have a semblance of being like, I'd probably be working in a grocery store right now if mm-hmm. it wasn't for the page. Well, I would definitely be working not on YouTube or doing this podcast if it wasn't for the Patreon. Like, yeah, um, we used to, we used to feed the algorithm uh, back on tree school and it was endlessly stressful. It was, it was like, you just got to Like you have to, when you're working like that, you have to play the game. You have to follow trends or you're dead. Yeah. You know, uh, just to update, I, just, I saw it last at 75,000. It's at 135,000. Oh, the donations. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Which you like, uh, apparently awesome. the total averages out to around 250,000. Nice. For, so, oh, but Twitch is taking a bunch of it? No, 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 no. This is all donated, not through Twitch. Oh, uh, okay, good. They, oh, that's so smart of them. Yeah, no, they made a new Twitch account that wasn't even monetized. So, like, there were no ads on it or anything. Like, when you watch the videos or any of that, and all the donations yeah. are through uh, a separate site. 
Fuck yeah. Fuck Amazon, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love that. Uh, I love that. But yeah, no, it's just, uh, yeah, the average, uh, the average amount you need for Lou Gehrig's treatment is $250,000. Total. Oh yeah. That's, I mean, that's like minimum. All of it. Well, no, that's the average. Uh, for, for what like people your need. entire treatment yes for, oh, okay. basically until you die that's what it averages out to how much it normally costs so they got this is america they got <laughs> over the half of what the of what the average would be which is pretty awesome hell yeah and what like three days yeah so like you know do in it a again weekend in a couple months yeah yeah like do it again well do it again Fucking next do year it again. probably you know same time yeah, next year like get him as yeah get him what he needs you know like, I mean, this kind of stuff, like... It's just, like... <laughs> unfortunately for him, he now has to not let the disease <laughs> get him, you know? Well, he has yeah, to I mean, keep the, it... The, the, the thing that pisses me off so much about America is that our fucking... Our, our, the only way that people can afford fucking treatment that they need is by fundraising it now, you know? Mm-hmm. Our... Literally, because our government won't do a socialized healthcare system, we are having to do it ourselves through stuff like GoFundMe. Yep. Like, that's, yeah, it, that's it, what it, we had it, to do for uh, for Amy's eye surgeries, too. It was going to be $7,000 to get her cataract surgery. And if we didn't get it for mm-hmm. her soon, she was going to lose her fucking eyesight. And it was just like, yep. we, we didn't have that money. And we ended up, thank God for Arlo, because he put without us asking, put her fundraiser in the end of a video and we got the money that we needed because of it. Yeah. You know, and and it's like, yeah, uh, we had friends, we had friends that helped us, you know, like, yep. It's just, it, it, it makes me so mad, but at the same time, it's like, it's such a good thing because you see like good in humanity, but at the same time you get so fucking angry that it even needs to happen. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's the thing. In America, the medical industry is a business. Mm-hmm. It's a private business. It's like a private sector. And, um, you know, like people will sit around and tell you, it's like, oh, well, that's why we have the best doctors in the world. And it's like, yeah, because it's scummy. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's, that's again, it, it's all the same fucking issue. It's the same issue that we were talking about with fucking the anime industry and the, you know, the civil rights, social issues. It's all fucking business, 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 my dudes. And if it's not good for your business, they're not going to fucking help. Yeah, you, you see what Kit's saying right here in the chat? 40% of their income is spent on medical stuff. 40%? Yep. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, you're supposed to spend 30% on rent. So that's yeah. 70% of your income right there. Yeah. I, oh, God, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Well, on a lighter note, uh, to end the podcast, yeah. I now have... Well, I guess it's a lighter note. I did have to spend a, a lighter ridiculous note. amount Get of it. money. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. I now have all of the equipment needed uh, to create... Uh, to recreate the Daft Punk album Discovery, um, to uh, for our Interstellar five 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 video that we've been planning for quite a long time, I have a Behringer vocoder VC three forty. I have a Behringer MS one synthesizer, a Talkbox, and um, I have a MPK Mini keyboard and a Roly Lumi keyboard um 
and a electronic drum set. So I can now cre- like recreate that album uh, analog like it was made, um, which was really important to me. And on top of that, I can create a bunch of other music, especially with the looper. And with the looper, I can make music live as well. So I'm really excited um, to start doing that. Like I would like to do a lot of like, uh, music creation streams. Um, I was fucking around with the looper, uh, last night. Um, it's a, uh, let me, let me check it out. It's a, uh, it's a Bose RC 202 loop station. Um, and like, I was just doing it with like my voice. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different effects that you can put on it. I was, I was doing like, uh, I was doing like, you know, like, I was, it was like, and then that would be one loop, right? Mm-hmm. So that would keep playing. And then the other one would be like, and then I, you know, I would keep that on track one and do a couple other things. And then on the other one, uh, I would do some like vocal stuff. And then there's all sorts of effects that's built into the loop station as well. And then on top of that, like you can stop, uh, one side you can uh, stop the other side you can like play them both at the same time you can add effects onto one side uh, and then you know fuck with it like it has a it has uh, a filter right and a knob so like you can that like that you can make it it'll be like And then you can just like take it off and stuff. Crazy amount of stuff. And then, so the other thing is too, is that like, that's, that was just the stuff I was doing with uh, like vocals. I can plug my guitar, my bass, both of uh, my synthesizers into this. And then also use uh, my, my DAWs on my PC by having my PC audio come out of the focus, right through the headphone jack into the looper. So I can use all of my keyboards on the looper um and just like make a bunch of like really cool fucking music and i'm super excited about it and i can do it all by myself and i can do like live like music creation oh that's awesome dude through this and basically just make like a bunch of different like songs and groups and like do streams like that it would be really fucking fun dude you're gonna be the next mark riblet is that the guy who does the stuff on Twitter? Yeah, and he's like always like in underwear. I love him. Yeah, yeah, I love Loop Daddy, dude. Yeah, dude, he's, he's the best. He's the best. Yeah, I can do all that now. That's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, I got a, I got a new mic that's coming. In. I got, I got like a Shure SM fifty eight Rebelit. Yeah, that's it. That guy's the best. Yeah, if you awesome. haven't seen Loop Daddy on Twitter, uh, I watch him every Sunday. He's great, uh, and he makes my day. Yeah, he's the best. He's great. Um, so he yeah, has like do... awesome like kimono style like uh, clothes that robes. He, yeah, like robes, and they're they're <laughs> so they're so fucking styling, and he makes the pedo mustache look good. Like I don't know how he does it, man. <laughs> he's the best. He just he's Loop Daddy. Dude. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, yeah. I believe it's at Loop Daddy on Twitter. Oh. Uh, definitely check him out. His shit is so fucking funny. Um, and I'm really excited to be able to, like, you know, I mean, he only uses keyboards too. So, like, I got a couple, of, I got a couple instruments on him. So I'm excited to to do stuff and just like make music and have fun jams, and it'll be good. It'll be good. And then uh, once I do that and uh, recreate this Daft Punk album, like I, I 
put something in uh, the announcements on Discord the other day, and uh, I made a tweet of just doing like a small part of the vocals for um, one of the Daft Punk songs using my vocoder, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's it works. It works really good, so I'm excited about it, and uh, hopefully this Interstellar 555 video will be done by fall. That's that's what I'm guessing. I, I'm that's guessing fun. by fall. It, it should be done. Yeah, and uh, then I'll be hopefully like you know we'll we'll talk about it as as it goes. But for sure, that's the hope. Yeah. So anyway, guys, uh, this was a long podcast, but you know we owed it to you because we missed we missed you last week. So hopefully you enjoyed. I mean, you're still here. Uh, if you would like to follow us on social media, just Google us. Our Instagram, everything's going to come up. Um, as always. G Fuel, check the link in the description. Uh, and Patreon, uh, I mean, dude, even a dollar a month, that shit goes makes a huge difference. Way farther than you would ever expect. Yeah, it's crazy. So, we love you guys. Uh, make sure to keep it chill, and uh, we will see you next week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.